Hey, Generation Church, we welcome you and invite you to encounter Jesus with us. We believe that through him, we will encounter love and discover our purpose. So take a seat, lean in, and let this message fortify your faith. I just want to say something. That the power of God's kingdom is here right now to minister healing, deliverance, To set people free. The power of God's kingdom is something that when it is resident with the people, you see the ministry of Jesus taking place in in our midst. So I'm believing and trusting that the Holy Spirit is here, even as I share that He is ministering to your need. And that He is here touching you, meeting you whatever you need the Holy Spirit is here to touch you and to transform you so we're just not having a normal church service you know we're just not having a meeting a good meeting this isn't just a gathering of hey you know this is time to get together and just see one another we're coming together to encounter God We're coming here to encounter a living God who's all-powerful, all-knowing, and who's able to touch you at your very point of need. And so in that, two weeks ago, I shared about um, how Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. And, And you know, your heart matters to Jesus. And... Through life, our hearts can get hurt, broken, wounded through life's experiences. And it's kind of like, you know, you might be smiling on the outside, but on the inside, your heart can be breaking. Your heart can be hurting. So your heart really matters to the Lord. And so not only does our, our broken hearts need to be healed, but also, you know, Our hearts can get weary and heavy laden with things that we're carrying in life. And and a heavy heart, it weighs you down. A heavy heart makes you feel like, you know, am I going to be able to get out of bed? Am I going to be able to, you know, do what I've been called to do this day? But a heavy heart is something that the Lord is always focused on. Because the cares of this world are many. And so in that, it's very clear that not only does he want to heal your broken heart, he also wants to restore your heart. Because a heart that's gotten weary and heavy, it is, it is very fragile. And when your heart is heavy, at times it's hard to make good decisions. Do you know that? When you're weighed down and when you're heavy... Sometimes you're just not thinking clearly. You don't have things in right perspective. As we read Psalm 23, David says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He's very intentional because sheep just a lot of times won't lay down because they're skittish. They're afraid. They're wondering, you know, Is there a wolf or a mountain lion or anything around? And so the shepherd 
has to make sheep. And he says that he makes us lie down. He leads us beside still water. Sheep will not drink from rippled water. If you didn't know that. It has to be calm water. They won't drink. So he leads them beside calm water for a purpose. And that's to restore your soul. Our souls need restoration. Because we're dealing with a lot of issues. Is anybody having to walk through any family issues that's very heavy? Any issues in relationships that is very challenging? Any issues that are going on at work that you just can't get a handle on? There are many issues that can weigh down our hearts, and Jesus is focused on your heart. And so in that, today I want to share a word I believe the Lord has given me, and that is come away. Come away with Him and live a lifestyle of rest. Do you know that a resting lifestyle is available for you in your everyday life, even when you're doing work? A restful heart is, is learning this abiding, remaining, staying connected with Him in the interior of your life, even though the outside of your life, there's much activity. You're cultivating an inward life of continually being embraced by His love and are being comforted by His heart so that the struggles that you're going through can be met even while you're talking to somebody else. The inward life can be refreshed by streams of water even when you're paying your bills, you're doing your activity, you're cutting the lawn, you're working at work. There's an inward life that He is making available to us that we can tap into that is His life and it's not our life. So Mark 6, verse 7 through 13, 20. This is another portion of, of Scripture where Jesus shifts the focus and He puts the focus back on Him. So it says that the 70 return with joy. So not only does He send out the 12, now He sends out the 70, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I was watching Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And he said, behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. But rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. Do you see what he's doing? He's shifting their focus. He's saying, it is more important for you to think upon the fact that you're going to be with me forever. You're going to be relating with me forever. You're going to be abiding with me forever. You're going to be with me where I have prepared for you a mansion. 
You're going to be able to, to enjoy your life with me forever. Our lives are forever wrapped in him. But the reality is, is that somehow, some way, we can get off focus and we can get so focused on what we're doing. Well, I've got to stay busy. Got to look Come on, look busy. Jesus is coming back. You know, you heard the old old slogan, you know, hurry, be busy. He's coming back. You know, it's kind of like he's not coming back for for a busy bee. He's coming back for a bride who's made herself ready. I'm telling you that much of our exhaustion and weariness today is because we've gotten off focus. We've gotten our mindset on all this menial stuff and not on relating with him and abiding in him. A branch, if I take a branch and I break it off the tree and I drop it, that branch will eventually, as you know, get dried up and weary and it will not produce anything. No more leaves on that branch. That branch was meant to stay in the trunk of the tree. We are to abide in the vine. He is in me, and I am in him. And my life source is coming from his sap. It's coming from his nutrients. It's coming from Jesus into me. I can't possibly do life and work and be active apart from getting my nutrients from Jesus. There's no possible way. I can't produce fruit in my life. So just like we read with the 12 disciples, Jesus is saying, let me make a minor adjustment here. Yeah, I've given you my authority. And you're going to cast out demons. And you're going to heal the sick. And you're going to do great things. Because I go home to be with the Father. Greater things you'll do in my name. But don't be focused on that. As your source. Of your identity. And your affirmation. And who you are. It is so important church. That we not become a performance oriented church. Our relationship with Jesus is not based on performance. You don't perform and all of a sudden Jesus notices you and he gives you a love because of something that you've done. It's not because of your activity. It's because of who you are. And who you are is a son and a daughter. And a father loves to bless his children. You're part of his family. And I think it's hard for us in in the American mindset to see value in living a rested life on the inside when there's so much that's got to get done. Let me go get this, get taken care of, and then I'll get back to you, Jesus. But these two portions of Scripture that we just read, Jesus is not wanting a relationship that's based on our activity for him, but our love for him. And our love for him is based on the fact 
of who we are. So he's wanting to shift us and help us to realize that there is a greater value system than just your activity. And that is relating and being with him. You know, Martha was this perfect example. She just got focused on the wrong things. She got all busy in in doing the stuff. Doing the stuff. I mean, it was a good thing. She was making a meal for Jesus. But she says, no, 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 no. Mary's chosen the better. I mean, Jesus could have fixed up a microwave meal right there at the moment, just like that. Martha, you don't need to cook for me. I can just make the meal right now. So Jesus is coming back for a bride who's made herself ready. But, you know, if we don't heed this warning of Jesus making this gentle adjustment in our thinking of what's most important, it's, it's to make this adjustment to get us refocused and refreshed on what's important. And we can get caught up in what we're doing and not being connected to Him because, you know, there, there's a natural high that comes from seeing the results of our activity. There's a natural, man, this is awesome. Look at what's happening. And if we stay in that mode, you can, next thing you know, you've gone a week, two weeks, three weeks without really being with Jesus, without really connecting with His heart. There's a false sense of self-worth by what we do and what he's wanting us to he's giving us permission to look at his value system and realize his value system says be with me come away with me relate with me so matthew 7 22 says this many will say to me on that day Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Do you see the severity of Allowing our minds not to be shifted and refocused on the main thing. And that is knowing Jesus. That is relating with Jesus on the inside. At the point where our lives are fulfilled by being with Him. These are people that were fully active in some incredible things. Come on, casting out demons and healing the sick is not a small thing. But what he's saying is, you've missed it. This has been about me and not what you're doing. The reality is, shift back to me. Return. Return to me. Away. You know, the winter is past. The spring is here. He's saying, come away, my beloved, and be with me. And in that 
You know, it's interesting that in this whole dialogue of when Jesus said, come away and be with me, it's interesting that the disciples never even went to that place of rest in that chapter. And why? Because they were intercepted by 5,000 people hungry, saying, give me some food. And then Jesus says, well, where are we going to feed them? How are we going to feed them? He asked the disciples, what are you going to do? How are you going to feed these 5,000? We're out in a desolate place. And you would think of just coming out of a, a successful ministry outing, their first outing where they saw demons being delivered, people being healed, that they would come up with a, a pretty remarkable supernatural response. You know how they respond? They respond in the natural. They respond in their own strength. They say, well, we only have 200 bucks in, our, in, the, in the treasury right now, 200 denarii. And uh, maybe we should go on down to the grocery store and buy some bread for everybody. Jesus is like, come on. Has anybody got any bread, any fish? Is there any food here? So they hand him the bread and the little fish, and he multiplies it. And as you know what happens, it feeds 5,000. Why did they respond in the natural? It's because they gotten a little bit too focused on the activity and weren't being led by him to do a supernatural, have a supernatural moment right there where they could have responded in a way that wasn't just from their hip, but could have been from the spirit and they could have seen a miracle even through their lives. You know, it's easy to slip into a life based on performance. It is so easy to slip into a life based on what am I doing for Jesus. Instead of holding the value of just relating to Him. You know why I think it's difficult? Because I think we feel affirmed when we can do great things for God. I think the affirmation that we receive is so exciting, so exhilarating that we get, we, get, we get focused on the affirmation and we, we somehow think we're going to get love more if we work more. But the reality is Jesus is saying, your sense of worth is not in your activity or your labor. It's just being with me. Being with me. Hebrews 4 verse 9 says this. So there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works. Sounds like Jesus, it almost sounds like he's just saying, okay, you can just quit your job. You don't have to work anymore. Is that what he's saying? No, he's not saying that. But he's also, though, there is a, a, an understanding here that there is a rest that is available for you even while you work. Sounds like an oxymoron. It says, but you don't work and then maybe rest. You work and rest at the same time. Therefore, let us be diligent to enter that rest 
so that no one will fall through following the same example of disobedience. Resting in the Lord is coming away in your heart and finding your affirmation and love in Him alone and not in your activity. Your identity rests in your relationship and not in your work. There is available for every believer a Sabbath rest that we can walk in every single day. While I'm relating to you, I am communing on the inside. While I'm talking with you, while I'm doing activity, I can commune with the lover of my soul on the inside. I can enter into rest because you rest because the activity does not give you the affirmation. It is the love that you have being poured out in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, you don't need to take a vacation and go to the Bahamas to get some rest. Although, that's not bad. Bahamas is good. I know. But Jesus is letting us know that we can find rest on the beach as we remain in Him and abide in Him, even in the activity. You can find an oasis on the inside even while you're working your nine-to-five job. There's a place of rest that we have in Him where He can refresh your soul and He can restore you in the midst of every. You know, I love that. It, Brother Lawrence discovered this hundreds of years ago. A Franciscan monk who realized, he said, whether I pray or whether I'm cleaning the dishes, there's no difference. I'm always communing with Jesus on the inside. He learned that we can't you know, we're really good at compartmentalizing. You know, we, we have our activity over here. We have our quiet time over here. We have, okay, yeah, I got to take care of the yard. Oh, yeah, I got to do my... We compartmentalize things. He's saying, you know what? There's no difference. Whether I'm cleaning dishes for all of the monks or whether I'm in my prayer time, I am abiding and communing and resting in Jesus. You know... Jesus says something very interesting for those that are weary. And I believe today the Lord wants to minister to some that are weary, heavy. And I think you know who you are. And, and there's a remedy for that. Because when your heart is weighed down, there's a solution. And the solution is, come away with me. Be with me. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28, verse 30 says this. He says, come to me. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. If I could, 
Could we show that picture up here? I want you to understand something. When Jesus is talking about a yoke, there's the understanding that in his day and time, a yoke meant work. A yoke meant an oxen putting the yoke over their neck and they would work. And wherever the master was leading them, they would go. Now Jesus uses this understanding and he's saying, I want you to put on my yoke. And I want you now to be yoked to me. So I want you to imagine you're this guy. And now this is going to be Jesus. You're going to be yoked to him. And he says that my yoke is light. It's heavy. And my yoke is easy. I'm not going to be a taskmaster. I'm not going to drive you. I'm going to love you. He's saying, I want you to do your work with me. I want you to be with me, yoked to me when you're out doing your work, your labor, your efforts, your kingdom activity, you're casting out demons, you're healing the sick. You're doing it with me. You're not doing it separated from me. So the reality is, if you're weary and heavy laden, the solution to that is come and be with me. Come to me. Come to me and let me refresh you. Let me restore you. Let me heal you. So he's not saying to stop all your work. Because you know, for those of us that like to work, myself included, He's not saying stop your work. You know, we need people working in the marketplace. We, we need things happening. We need things for the kingdom to go into the marketplace. But he's saying, remain connected with me, yoked to me all day long. Abide in me as I in you and you are in me. For apart from me, what does he say? You can do absolutely nothing. That means there's no value of what you're doing for the kingdom if it's not done connected with me. So if your heart is weary and your soul is tired, I want you to choose the better today. I want you to choose what Mary chose. And she chose just to sit at the feet of Jesus and just to be refreshed by his words, to be encouraged by his strength, to be loved by him. So if today you find yourself weary and heavy laden, Jesus is wanting you to come to him. For the weary soul, for the tired soul, for the one that just needs help. You know, 
there gets to be a point where it gets so tight on the inside. You've got to have a letdown. You've got to have a release. Because the pressure is, the pressure that you're feeling on the inside, if you don't come away, it can cause you not to make good decisions in life. You're not on your A game. You're not being led by the Spirit. You can fall into the flesh. You can want to pacify the pressure and all of the weight that you're feeling by, well, picking up things that you shouldn't be picking up to try to satisfy that pressure on the inside. So Daniel, if you could come on up. I feel like the Lord said today that as much as he wants to heal your broken heart, and he's here to heal your broken heart, there was those here today that have weary hearts and heavy hearts. And he's just simply wanting to turn your glance back to him and come to him. So if you all could just stand with me. I believe that today there awaits um, a time of refreshing and restoration for people's souls that are tired. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, for the ministry now of the Holy Spirit that's here to lead us and guide us down paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I ask, Lord, today that in accordance with your word, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I believe that there's an invitation today that if you want to be refreshed in your soul, there's, you need to make a, a step of faith. And in some ways, you need to choose to unplug from the activity. You need to choose to unplug from all that you've been doing and say, Lord, I've, I've, I just need you. I've, I've lost the sense of your presence in my life. I don't even know if I'm coming or going. Lord, I just know I, I just need to come, come to you. If your soul is needing to be reconnected and refreshed in Jesus, you know, I, I just want you to lift your hand. If, you, if you're that now, you would gently lead them and let there be a reconnection with you right now. So, Lord, I thank you plug from everything and come to you you're our life source you're our everything forgive us where we've lost our way forgive us where we have gone our way forgive us for putting our focus on all that we're doing and not just being with you forgive us Lord Jesus and we want to come on back home 
and just be with you. The lover of our soul. If you sense the Holy Spirit just resting on you, you just you feel the Holy Spirit is just touching you right now. I, I do want you just to come forward and let us pray for you. Because I do sense that there's some, you know, this isn't just something that, oh, that's a nice message. Now let me go home and have a burger. You know, sometimes you gotta unplug and allow yourself to to resonate. To, to spend time with the Lord and have your inside recalibrated. It's kind of like what I see is that some of you need to be recalibrated and there needs to be a recalibration on the inside to kind of get you back on track with Him. So if you need to be recalibrated, I just want you to come forward and allow Him to recalibrate you to make those adjustments that are necessary. So if you just you feel the Holy Spirit just touching you on the shoulder, yeah, I, I need to I need just to rest right now in Jesus and get recalibrated. I want you to come forward and I want us some of the prayer team, let's just minister to them. If you need to go get your children, feel free to go get your children at this time. But we just want to take a time. You know, Jesus cares about your heart. He knows your heart better than you do. Allow Him to just minister rest. Just, just drink in rest and be refreshed in Him. So Holy Spirit, I'm asking now that You would have Your way and mightily move in our midst. I ask Holy Spirit that You would seal the work that You're doing in the hearts of Your people in helping us make some minor adjustments in our thinking so that we can commune with you and relate to you on a deep level. I thank you, Holy Spirit. We worship you in this place.